Hi guys and welcome back to Casey's Corner, the imperfect podcast for imperfect parents. In today's episode, I'm going to be discussing my dream holiday destinations. I don't know how, I don't know when, but I'm going to get myself and my family to these destinations because these are my absolute bucket list destinations. Originally, this episode was going to be the postpartum things that nobody talks about, but I was looking down that list after I wrote it and you know what? The postpartum things that nobody talks about are actually pretty shit. (laughs) And I just decided that, you know what? I'm just not in the mood for that today. I'm in the mood for something happy, exciting you know hopefully this stupid flaming virus is is being beaten now hopefully i'm crossing my fingers i know you can't see that but take my word for it they're crossed maybe we've you know come over the hump and turned a corner but you know people are traveling again maybe people are planning to travel maybe you want to go away with your family but you don't know where maybe i can give you some inspiration for that today maybe there's somewhere that you've considered but never really thought about it maybe you'll feed off my excitement or maybe i'll give you an idea that you've just never thought of before whatever the case may be. Please stick around and we will talk about my dream holiday destinations. These are my bucket list destinations. Like I say, I don't know how, I don't know when, but one of these days my ass is getting to these destinations. So before we do get started, just a few really quick disclaimers. First things first, I'm not a professional. If I do talk about traveling with children or childcare or health or anything like that, I don't have any qualifications in it or anything like that. Um, And I'm certainly not a travel agent. I am just some bitch out here who had a baby who's got an awful lot to say. So if you are looking for any professional advice, speak to a healthcare professional if that's what it relates to, or if it's more to do with the topic of this podcast, speak to your local travel agent, okay? Next disclaimer is going to be, this is not the children's entertainment, this is your entertainment and as such, unfortunately, there is going to be some swearing involved. I'm not going to try and do it, but I can almost guarantee it's going to happen. I can't even control it anymore. It's going to happen. So if you have got little ones around, maybe put them off to bed and come back later or pop some headphones in so those little sponges don't soak up all the stuff that I should not be saying, okay? (laughs) And then the last disclaimer is, if you've got any hate, leave it at the gate. This is not the place for parent shaming. This is not the place for judgmental thoughts or whatever you've got to bring. This is a place to come, chat to a friend, have an open, friendly discussion, especially when it's something about this, about travel. It's such an exciting thing. I adore to travel and I haven't done it in years. I love to see new places and I'm sure you guys do too and I would love this to be an open conversation all getting into the melting pot giving each other ideas but if what you're gonna do is come harsh everybody's mood be judgmental tell everybody they shouldn't travel that's just not welcome here unfortunately if you've got any hate leave it at the gate and if that isn't something that you can do bitch bye okay (laughs) okay let's just get started I should maybe preface this list actually by saying I am a child, right, okay? (laughs) I know that I've said in previous podcasts I'm 30, and I am. But really, I am just an exceptionally tall child. Inside, I'm still a kid. I absolutely love Disney. I love being silly, messing around, having fun, acting a dickhead, really. You know, um, my wedding was Disney-themed. If you'd like to hear a podcast, like a story time about my wedding, let me know, because I would adore to make that... But at that point, we didn't have Baba, so it doesn't relate to parenting at all. So I don't want to make that podcast. And then you guys are like, is this bitch out here just chatting about some bullshit that we don't need to know? But if it is something that you'd like to hear about, let me know, because I would love to do that. But yeah, so that's that's kind of another disclaimer, I guess. I'm a child, and that's why I want to visit half these places. But also, my excitement of being a grown child would surely translate to my actual child, right? That's what I'm hoping anyway. So first place that I want to go to, Orlando, Florida in America. I have never been to America, anywhere in America. I know America's massive, but I've never been anywhere there. 
and I don't know why, but I just feel like Florida is one of those places that I could live. And I know that sounds daft because, like I say, I've never been there. But I just think it's warm, it's sunny, and on a weekend, you can just go to Disney. To Disney World, like Mickey Mouse's gaff, you can just go there. Just on a weekend, you can just chill there. That, that to me, is absolutely mind-blowing. I would love to go to Orlando, Florida. I did go on the magical Google to get some information. Um, so this is what Google said. It says, Orlando is busy year-round due to its theme parks and consistently warm and sunny weather. Peak season is during US spring break weeks, which is March to April. Other especially popular times are June to August and November to December. Summers can be quite hot and humid, along with the Florida Film Festival, which is in April, Epcot's annual Flower Festival, which is March to May, and Food Festival. Fucking sign me up for Food Festival. Thank you so much. I am chunky but funky bitch. Food Festival, which is September to November, all attract visitors. So it is one of those places that it doesn't look like there's ever a quiet time to go, to be honest. But I would just love to go there. I'd love to go to Disney, all of the Disney parks, everything that that includes Disney. I'm just, oh, I'm just obsessed. Just give me some Disney in my life. As well as Universal, the water parks. And you know what else as well for me anyway is the shopping. I mean, I've never been. My husband has been when he was much younger before I met him. And he went with his parents, when, as I say, when he was younger. And he said that the shopping there is amazing. And I would absolutely love that. I think they've got like outlet. I think they call it a mall, like an outlet mall. I just need that in my life. As I say, I don't know what it is about Florida. I just feel like that's my place. That's my shit. I'm down for that. Send me to Florida. If there's any travel companies listening to this, hit me the fuck up. Because me and my fam need to get to these places, okay? <laughs> so if I were going to go there, where would I want to stay? The most obvious answer is obviously going to be a Disney hotel, isn't it? I mean, that's the ultimate. I've looked online at prices before and I don't know if it's the one in Florida or the one in Paris, or it might even be in both, but I'm sure there's um, maybe one or both where you can stay in the actual castle. Could you freaking imagine waking up in Sleeping Beauty's castle? Bitch, what? Talk to me. Yes, that is the life I need to be living. Unfortunately, though, I'm poor, (laughs) so I probably never will live that life. But you know what? I'd be happy in any Disney hotel. If I can just wake up and see a napkin with Mickey Mouse on it, I'm happy. Draw me a Mickey Mouse, bitch. I am very easily pleased, okay? (laughs) Um, But if not a Disney hotel, I have often wondered about renting a villa. If you've ever been to Florida and you've done either of those things, a hotel or a villa, get over to Twitter, search for Casey's Corner Podcast and let me know because I'd love to know what you thought, like what was your opinion of it? What was your experience? Is renting a villa better? Because I feel like you've got your own freedom. A lot of them have their own pools. So, you know, you've got a bit of privacy there if you want to have a down day because Florida, I feel like, would be one of those holidays. You are going to be busy. You don't really get many down days. You don't just wander out for a day and, you know, it's just a nice... No, you go out in the morning, you come back and your feet hurt like shit. I mean, that's what I'm assuming anyway. As I say, I've never actually been. But yeah, I'd I'd absolutely adore to go to Florida. And one of the other things as well is I've been told the food is exceptional. And you'll see that when I'm going through the list of these places, food is a running theme. If someone tells me that they've got good food there, I've already got one foot on the plane. Like, (laughs) it doesn't fucking set much. (laughs) But yeah, apparently the food is just exceptional. Exceptional. I mean, we're talking about the land of lucky charms. Yes. That is there anything else I need to say? I don't think there is. <laughs> so what I have done as well is the places that I want to go through, I have gone through some cons. Not well that con like pros and cons, not anything like that, but like 
things that would concern me, things that I would bear in mind. Because I don't just want to say to you, these are the places I want to go, doesn't it sound amazing? There are some, you know, logical things that make me think this would be something to consider, but it wouldn't necessarily put me off. It would just be something to consider. So for Florida, apparently rainstorms are quite common. Um, Even when it's like super, super warm, apparently it can just... I don't know if you heard, I clicked my fingers, but just like that, it can rain out of absolutely nowhere. And it's not just like spitting, it is torrential downpour. Apparently they don't last long and it doesn't go particularly cold. It's just very, very wet. So you need to make sure you have like a waterproof coat with you and prop and really good footwear. Like don't try and rock up at Disney wearing flip-flops because bitch, you gonna suffer, okay? From what I've heard anyway. I've never been to any of these places, so I'm not speaking from experience. But yeah, from what I can tell, if you try and rock up in some flip-flops, bitch, you're going to suffer. Okay, (laughs) so don't do that. Um, But saying that, I'm from the UK. Bitch, talk to me about rain, okay? Sometimes I have to paddle to work. (laughs) Bit of rain ain't going to stop me from nothing, let me tell you. And then the other side of that is, it is hot. Like, when you look online at what the weather is, it is hot. And the other thing, I think... I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's humid. It's wildly humid. And when places are hot, it's humidity that kills me off. When you step out of the shower and you're immediately already sweating, that's not right. That isn't right. I hate that. And again, I've mentioned before, I'm chunky but funky because that chunk is extra insulation, if you think about it. I do not handle the heat well. Just as a human, I am always too hot. In fact, just before I recorded this, I've had to turn the fan off so there's no background noise and my toes are sweating. Why is it my toes sweating? I don't know. I just don't handle the heat well. My body ain't built for it, okay? I'm not built for speed and I'm not built for heat. So um, I feel like the heat would be an issue for me, but I would just have to go in the cool, like the coldest month I possibly could, I guess, which I'm assuming would be around December probably. Who knows? But again, I don't even think their December's particularly cold. I mean, I'm sure the locals or people who are from hotter climates would think it is. But to me, I'd still be like tropsying up in little short shorts and everything with little bum cheeks hanging out. So, yeah. Um, And then on top of the weather, I believe they have tornado seasons. Now, again, I really don't know a lot about this. So I went on a website called floridadisaster.org and read up about theirs. So what that says is... Tornadoes in Florida can form in a variety of ways and in all seasons. However, many of Florida's tornadoes occur in the spring and summer months, summer season tornadoes, June to September. Spring season tornadoes, February to May, can be more powerful and deadly as they are spawned from severe supercells along a squall line ahead of a cold front. I don't know what that means, but what I can tell you is this is telling me there's tornadoes from June to September, February to May, October to January. Now, (laughs) I haven't actually gone through and counted up those months, but if there are any gaps, they are very fucking small, okay? (laughs) So, tornado season, Uh, is that a genuine concern? I would assume it is, but I I don't freaking know, do I? So, yeah, maybe that's something to consider. And the other thing is, it is so fucking expensive. Like, when my husband and I did get married, it was before we'd had Baba and we were looking at originally going to Florida for our honeymoon. Now, the reason that we didn't go was because there was another virus out there fucking everything up, and I think it was called Zika virus. I could be wrong, but I think that's what it was called, and there was a warning for it in other parts of the world, but they said that the particular travel agents that we went to had said that there was also a warning for it in Florida, and what they recommended was you can't go there pregnant, which at the time I wasn't, but they also said by the time you come back, you can't try for a baby for at least six months, I think they said, because if it's in your system, it can still affect 
the unborn child and they can be born I can't remember what the effect was but they were born with some kind of a uh, like a defect or they, they weren't born very well I don't want to say anything offensive because I don't want to say like they were born horrible it's not like that but it would give them some form of health concern and obviously you don't want that but also on the other token you know we had already discussed children before we got married you know of course that's one of the things that you'd want to discuss right uh, we had already discussed it we said we wanted a baby but we didn't want to wait another six months after we got married so we ended up not going so I've never quite been yet very close but not yet um but yeah when we were looking at going before we found out that virus warning was out um they did price it up for us and Jesus wept it is fucking expensive like thousands and thousands of pounds and that's just getting there and staying there I can't remember exactly how much they quoted us but I'm sure it was cracking on for like six grand and think that was for about two weeks and it wasn't in a Disney hotel it was in like a I don't know, like a normal hotel, I guess you'd say. Um, it was just in a very basic hotel, which was fine because, you know, at the time it was just the two of us and we were intending on being out all the time anyway. You know, for us, it was lit- it just literally needed to be clean and comfortable. That's all it really needed to be and secure. That's really all it needed to be. And I think it included the basic hotel um, park tickets for various different attractions and things like that and I'm sure it was cracking on for about six grand and that doesn't even include the money that you need if you want to hire a car um, you know and it spends when you get there you know I mean you know me I'm a bloody I'm a sucker for Disney I what well, I step into Orlando and I'm gonna remortgage I can almost guarantee you that now so yeah but I would absolutely still even with those things in mind none of that makes me think oh that that puts me off going completely no not a chance one of these days I will get to Disney World, Florida and I will probably cry. Happy, happy tears. The other thing people say about going to Disney places as well is wait till the kids are older and then they'll remember it. Listen, so many people have said that to me and I say the exact same to everybody. You seem to be under the misunderstanding that I want to go to Disney for my Baba's benefit. No, 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 no. You're mistaken. I want to go for my fucking benefit. Baba will be perfectly happy, obviously. I'm not going to disregard her feelings. I would never take her anywhere that she wouldn't want to be. But she may not remember it, but I will. I'll remember it. I'll remember seeing the parade with her. She may not remember watching the parade, but I'll remember a little face lighting up when she saw all the big floats go past or, you know, a first firework display. I'll remember it. So it, I don't, it doesn't piss me off, but everyone always says, go when she's older. Listen, I'll fucking remember. And that's what I, that's what I want. <laughs> so yeah, let's just move on to the next one. Okay, so this isn't going to surprise anyone. It's another Disney thing. Listen, I've tried to tell you, I'm a fucking big child, okay? I love, love, love Disney. I still watch Disney films now. And I am so excited for when my little girl is old enough to get excited about it with me. And she can watch Disney films. And, and I'm, you know, I'm not just talking about like Frozen and Moana, which I absolutely love. I'm still talking about like Sleeping Beauty and Aladdin. <sighs> the Little Mermaid, I do like it, but it's not my favourite. Beauty and the Beast, Snow White pisses me off. <sighs> Fuck it, we're getting on a rant. Buckling bitches, we're going for a rant. Snow White pisses me off. I don't know what it is about her. I don't know if it's just... It just hasn't aged well, in my opinion. Really, has it? She ran away. She, I mean, she was scared she ran away. That's totally justified. She found a house and her instinct was to go in and start doing the dishes. What in the fuck is that about? I don't, I don't know. And her voice is very like, I'm dreaming. I don't know. I can't explain it. It's just so high pitch. I don't know. I, I just personally feel like it hasn't aged well. And when I watch it now, I just think there's others like Sleeping Beauty. I adore Sleeping Beauty. I watch it now and I can still enjoy it just as much as I did as a child. 
on a different level I guess but I can still enjoy it and I just can't with Snow White Snow White pisses me off Snow White needs to shut the absolute fuck up I'm starting to think the evil queen had a point you know <laughs> god I'm an awful human aren't I so yeah, Snow White, I'm not that bothered about. But listen, we'll watch it. She might like it, so that's absolutely fine. But I really, I get so excited. Beauty and the Beast and all that. And again, the new one and the old one. Aladdin, the new one and the old one. The Lion King. I'm so excited to show her all these things. So of course, the next one is the Disney Cruise Line. Again, I've never been. <sighs> but let, let, let's talk about the Disney Cruise Line. The Disney Cruise Line, uh, I, I can't remember even how many ships they've got. I think they've got about four or five there's loads of information if you go online especially if you go on youtube there's absolutely loads of information on there um but it's basically like a, like a little disney park on the water does it get any better than that so one of the reasons that i would be hesitant about going to disneyland paris or florida but especially florida is because as i've mentioned lots of times i'm a chunky ass bitch all that walking would potentially warp my bones forever <laughs> like I can't imagine carrying my carcass around that entire place I would have to rest a lot I would have to sit down a lot I would have to make sure I'm wearing shoes that are so far beyond broken in that they've got their own personalities like oh the, the thought of of trying to get around it like obviously you see so much and I would hope that it wouldn't feel as hard as what it would be but again you're in that heat and everything like that and you want to meet the characters and it's really difficult because there's massive queues imagine having all that contained onto one cruise ship now don't get me wrong these cruise ships are massive by no means are they the biggest in the world don't get me wrong but even so don't be misled into thinking that you can get from one side of the boat to the other in five minutes I would very much doubt that you could be at lengthways or with but even so, it's so much more contained. It's so much easier, in my opinion anyway, imagining doing it. It's so much easier to be able to envision walking around it and managing it. They've still got characters on board. You can still meet like the princesses and Pluto and Daffy. Daffy Duck? Did I say that right? Why did I feel like that came out wrong? I don't know. But Daisy and Mickey and Minnie, they've still got them on board. You can still meet them. Um, and you know some of them are wearing like sailors outfits and stuff like that because obviously they're on a boat all that kind of stuff to me just sounds absolutely amazing but on top of that as well I believe they've got cheap shopping on board coming to say that I've been on some cruises in the past never a Disney one but I think I've uh, again when I was much younger I've been on some cruises before and when I've been it's been absolutely amazing I've always been scared because I'm scared I've seen Titanic to be honest that's that's my fear Titanic enough said but when I've been, they've always got really good shopping options on there. What was the one I went on? Okay, so the next place I would absolutely love to visit, and it, it stays along the same line, it's Disneyland Paris. It's like Disney, but slightly smaller and a hell of a lot closer. As I say, I'm from the north of England. Getting to Paris, I could fucking drive there if I wanted. I mean, I wouldn't, I would fly. But if I really wanted to, I could just hop in the car and drive. Do you know what I mean? So it is so much closer. It's still very expensive, but still so much closer if i did go there as well it would probably a much be a much shorter holiday like if i was to go to florida it would be like two weeks a because i'll be very jet lagged so i'd need a couple of days anyway surely we would all need a couple of days just to get back on track but it would be a two-week holiday because there's just so much to do and see and everything like that if i was going to go to paris i'd maybe go for three or four nights maybe um and i feel like that would be a satisfactory time to be able to do things and see things and and get the things done that we want to get done um yeah, so it would be a much shorter stay. And and with that in mind as well, I would want to stay in a Disney hotel. I know I said that in Florida, I would consider staying elsewhere or renting a villa. 
but going to Paris, I feel like the only thing I would want to do is Disney in Paris. I'll talk about that a little bit more later on, but because of that, I would rather stay in a Disney hotel there. I have been to Disneyland Paris once when I was a kid and then once, God, how many years ago was it now? It must be three or four years ago now. It was a long time ago. That's actually where my husband proposed. Oh my God, it's such an adorable story. Again, if, if you want me to make a podcast about the wedding, I can include the engagement story time as well. It was the, the just, no matter how he would have done it, it would have been the most perfect proposal because it was him asking. It, would, it never would have mattered the details as long as it was him. Do you know what I mean? But just the way that he did it. I mean, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. I bitched and moaned because I didn't know what was happening. He was taking me somewhere and I'm bitching and moaning about walking and the crowds and my feet hurt. And then it happened and I cried and tore it, you know, tourists, strangers clapped and oh, it was amazing. And then we got back onto like the main street bit where all the shops are. And he went, should we go and get you a donut? And I was like, this is why I said yes. <laughs> he just knows me so well. So yeah, um, I've been to Disneyland Paris before. I've stayed in the di- one of the Disney hotels. I can't remember what it was called now. Was it Sequoia Lodge or something like that? But it was really nice. It wasn't like one of the poshest ones or anything like that. But again, it was clean. It was comfortable. It was secure. It had free shuttle buses going to and from the parks and stuff like that. Um, and I'm pretty sure they were quite regular as well, like every 15 minutes or so. So even if one was really full, you know, you didn't have that long of a wait before another one was coming along anyway. Um... So yeah, it, it was really amazing. I'd love to go back there. And again, take Baba. It's so much closer to get to, so it'd be a shorter flight with Baba. Because that's the other thing, going to all these places. Some of them I wouldn't want to go to until she's older anyway. But even so, no matter what age she is, I'm going to have to take into account how long the flight is. And Paris is a much shorter flight than Florida would be, obviously. So the cons about wanting to go to Paris, it's still very expensive. As I mentioned before, even though it's closer than florida and it's smaller than the florida park and everything like that it's still super expensive flying there the disney hotel disney like merchandise when you get there the food when you get there if you eat on property at disney it's all still going to be so expensive and when you tot it up you could probably you but like with your spends and everything like that you could probably afford an all-inclusive holiday maybe somewhere within europe for the same price that you're paying for four nights in Disney or three nights in Disney. It does get so expensive. It's just how much do you want to go? That's really what it comes down to. Does your wanting to go offset the price enough or is it still super expensive to you? Do you think it's not worth it? It really comes down to personal taste, but it is still very expensive in my opinion anyway. Um, And then the other thing is as well, with the plan that I would have anyway, like I said, I would only really want to go for like three or four nights you wouldn't actually see any of Paris. I don't know if it's anything that you've ever looked into, but Disneyland Paris is absolutely nowhere near main Paris, like Paris that you might have seen on the pictures, the Eiffel Tower, the Louvre, the Mona, the Mona Lisa's there, right? Did I just say something stupid? Possibly, I don't know. <laughs> but the main Paris that you imagine, Disneyland is not, it's not close by. I'm pretty sure it's about an hour away, maybe a little bit more. If you're not driving, which I, I'm not brave enough to do, you know, you might want to get, oh, it's not called a tube, is it a metro? Like their, their underground travel system, you might want to get one of them, but it gets a bit expensive because again, it's not a short journey, do you know what I mean? 
so you wouldn't actually see any of Paris if you wanted to I'm sure you could split the days but maybe it might even be worth you know getting two different hotels then maybe going there for a week or a couple of weeks splitting the time you spend some time staying at Disney and then you move hotels and you spend some time staying within Paris itself and just splitting the holiday up that way I would love to see Paris again as I said I did go to Disneyland Paris when I was a kid with my with my parents and my sister when we were kids and we did go and see some of Paris then and it was amazing I remember I remember once I can't remember how old I must have been I must have only been about nine or ten I was really oh god that's like 20 fucking years ago god I'm old <laughs> but I remember we were walking past this I can't remember where we were now but it was on like a waterfront uh, I'm saying that now everyone's probably screaming at this saying it's like a really famous river or something but we were walking down and they had there were artists on there and you could pay them to draw a picture of you so you, you know someone would do caricature someone would do like a proper likeness and one of the um, artists stopped my parents because they wanted to draw me like a kid and he said I had Mona Lisa the Mona Lisa eyes uh, and it's been like a running joke ever since but he, he wasn't being weird about it he was just I mean I thought it was a bit weird at the time because I was like nine or ten I was like what the fuck's going on because obviously he had a very strong French accent as well I was like what the fuck is going on <laughs> um but yeah he said to my parents that he wanted to draw me and my parents were like maybe later you know because obviously it's, I, I guess they would have thought it was weird as well like if someone came up to me and started banging on about wanting to draw my very young daughter I'd be like back the fuck up bro but then again, saying that, I don't know, this was a different time, like I said, I was 9 or 10, t well, maybe they were that scary, I don't, I was going to say times weren't as scary then as what they are now, but maybe they were and I just didn't know it, maybe nobody knew it, that's why it was so freaking scary, is that no one knew how to handle it when it happened, but anyway, I've gone off on a tangent, I hope you enjoyed the ride, <laughs> that keeps happening, doesn't it? But yeah, I remember this guy went in to draw me because apparently I had the Mona Lisa eyes, so yeah, now I just have tired, wrinkly eyes yes <laughs> time has been a bitch <laughs> but yeah Disneyland Paris set me up <laughs> let's move on I've been Royal Caribbean but there was like a shopping street like a cobbled street in the middle of the boat with a car parked on the side of the street in I can't explain it in the middle of the boat oh my god it was just gorgeous it was stunning and you know I'm sure they'd have stuff like that on the Disney cruise ships as well but they'd have Disney merchandise that maybe you couldn't get anywhere else as well you know if you've been to all these different parks and everything like that and you're looking for something different they might have Disney merchandise that you just couldn't get anywhere else I think some people collect you know like the little pins the little badges people collect them maybe there's exclusive ones of them you can get but you know there'll be exclusive brands like I think I saw a video because obviously I've YouTube the shit out of this um, but I think I saw one where there was like a Tiffany's on the ship could you imagine and a lot of it'll just be cheaper and you know i don't know how they do it but a lot of it just is cheaper so they'd be really good shopping and the other thing as well because it's disney there's a lot that's designed for kids so they've got like a teens club and again this is all just what i've researched i've never been so don't don't think i'm speaking from experience because i'm not i'm speaking from fucking fantasy to be honest but um you know they've got uh, like a teens club and they've got like a kids club as well where you can leave them with not child minders but you, you know you can leave them there to be looked after especially at dinner service times if you want to go and have a nice sit down dinner just you guys without the kids you can do that you know and it's not just couples as well you know you you might be a single mum who's got another friend who's a single mum or a single dad you know and you guys are going together and you're taking the kids but you maybe you just want one meal where the kids aren't there you can do that and they even have a nursery now i think they're included in the price but i think the nursery does charge extra and they take little little babies i can't remember how old they said they have to be but i'm pretty sure they take a baby less than one 
and you know and there's little cots where they can sleep and they look after them and everything like that and i do think that incurs an extra charge but even so if it's something that you want to do or there's a spa on board if you want to go and have a massage get a beauty treatment just chill the fuck out for five bleeding minutes you can do that because they do have facilities for the kids and it's not just some bullshit thing i think there's actually one that looks like andy's room from toy story fuck the kids i want to have a go with that that sounds amazing are you having my on yes sign me up i need that in my life now for the sake of full disclosure when i think about leaving baba with a child minder facility whatever does that excite me no because the thought of leaving her alone just sends me into abject panic i've never been diagnosed with anything but i think i might have like a maternal separation anxiety because oh i can't even talk about it so it's not something that i would personally be excited to do but even so that's just me do you know what i mean you guys could especially you know like i said if they're maybe a bit older maybe they've got siblings that can go in with them as well you know they can play together they can play with the other kids you know it's it's really built for kids and facilitated for kids which is incredible of course the other thing is as well there's so many shows oh my gosh so on cruise ships it is quite normal that they would have shows of it especially of an evening so there would be like a theater and there'd be stage productions and some of them are like broadway level productions do you know what i mean they're they're such high quality at least the ones i've seen always have been but these are disney branded ones so you might see a stage show of frozen or beauty and the beast why can none of the others come to me now or tangled or cinderella you might see all of these do you know what i mean it's oh, it's inc they're incredible and being disney i would assume that the quality would be so high the talent would be so so high and and they would just be absolutely incredible and again even if your little ones are very little and you know maybe they're with the child mind in service while you're watching this i can't understand how that wouldn't be fun for adults as well you would enjoy it just as much and if your kids are a little bit older they can stay up that little bit longer to watch them you know i don't think they run on to like midnight or anything like that but even so it might be a little bit past the bedtime but maybe they can stay up and they can see it and those are the types of memories that would just last a lifetime the absolute wonderment on the faces of seeing this entire thing that they've seen on the tv before but they're seeing it unfold in front of them in real life it would just be absolutely sensational i can't even explain how exciting that that is to me is watching those amazing stage shows and you know it's not just that the other thing as well is the food I, I did say that would be that would be a running theme I was not joking and now again I've never been on a Disney cruise but I have been on other cruises and the food is freaking unbelievable I don't think I've ever been anywhere on a cruise ship not to my memory and i've gone that tasted shit if anything like that has ever happened it's because it's a flavor that i just don't like but it's not that it tastes shit that's just my personal taste that one that i was talking about that had like a street in the middle of the boat that had an ice cream bar in it now you take that ramp it up to 11 and stick your mickey mouse face on it and you're talking about disney food there that's the type of shit again i need that in my life sort me out i will happily wrestle in a paddling pool full of disney ice cream because that's the life i need to live and again, I don't know how true it is, but what I've heard is that when you go into the dining service, so there's there's like a buffet situation. I don't know what the restaurants are called, but there'd be multiple restaurants. There's adult only ones and everything. But there's like a buffet restaurant where, you know, there's loads of different options. You go up, you help yourself to your food, you sit back at your table. It's, it's quite chilled. It's quite laid back. 
or there's like a sit down dining service where you get given a time and that's your sitting you have a table you have the same servers every night so that they get to know you they get to know your drink order and, and obviously it is expected that you tip them but let me tell you these people work so hard anything you can give them they earn every penny they don't expect a damn thing for free they work so hard from my experience anyway and i can't imagine it being any different on a disney cruise ship they work hard for every single penny and uh, you can, apparently you can order multiples of courses. So let's say, for example, you're looking at the mains and you think, oh, the mains don't really do anything for me. They're not tickling anything for me. But them starters, oof, oof, them starters are making me tingle in some interesting places. Just order three starters and then two puddings. Apparently you can do that. That, people, is Disney magic, okay? I don't care what anybody says, that shit is magical. Ordering multiples of meals, again, that is the shit that I just absolutely need in my life. Another thing about the food, the room service is included in the price. <gasps> what? What? What you say? What I say? Oh my God, I can't even explain it. You are sat in your room, you know, maybe you don't want to... So, for example, this is something that I would take full advantage of. I wouldn't be comfortable leaving Baba with the childminding service. That's no reflection on them, that's a reflection on me. I panic being away from her when she's upstairs and I'm downstairs. I, I just panic. Um. So, I would much rather be with her, be near her, so that if she needs me, boom. I don't know if you heard again, I clicked my fingers. But if she needs me, boom, I'm right there. I, I'm right there. Mummy's here, I've got you, don't worry. <laughs> And I could just imagine, I am going to talk about the rooms in a little bit, but, you know, I would want a room with a balcony for the reason that Baba would have to go to bed early, but there's still a little space where Hubby and I can go outside. We've not been able to go to the dining service for whatever reason. Maybe Baba's had a long day. She's had a bit of a kickoff. Kids do that. Do you know what I mean? They get overtired. They get overwhelmed and overstimulated as well. There's so much to do and see. It would be incredible. So, you know, I imagine that there are a few tantrums at bedtime because, you know, they think they're not tired, but actually, in reality, they're exceptionally tired. They're exhausted. They just can't deal with it. So you finally get her to sleep. You've not been able to go to dinner. But you know what? That's fine because flip open your room service menu. There's burgers and food and all this. There's desserts and puddings and you can have breakfast delivered and you don't have to pay anything extra. I guess, I guess you could tip the person that's bringing it but it's included in the price. Now, the price is a lot, and I'll, again, I'll talk about that, but room service is included in the price. Fuck me up. Yes, hi, I'd like to order 50,000 burgers. Tell that chef, put his hat back on, he ain't going to sleep no time soon, bitch. And I ain't finished with that order either. My pen will run out of ink before they... No, wait, their pen will run out of ink before I finish my order, let me tell you. And then the other thing is, that would excite me about a Disney cruise is that if you cruise out of the US, you would potentially get to a place called Castaway Key. I can't remember whereabouts it is, to be honest. But if you go, for example, on a Caribbean cruise, like around the Caribbean islands, Disney has its own island. I didn't know this. Is this common knowledge? Does everybody know this? I didn't. Disney has its own island called Castaway Key. And basically... Um, the boat goes there, like the, the Disney ship, you would get off, I think they do like a 5k run first thing in the morning as well, which 
I mean, that's not the life I'm living, but if you are, fucking more power to you. <laughs> but all the food comes off the boat. They cook all the food. It's like a, a beach barbecue type situation. Again, it's like a buffet style. Uh, you can book cabanas. I think they cost extra though, and they probably cost a hell of a lot. But there's a gorgeous family beach. And I think the childminding service, you can leave your kids with them and they will actually take them out onto the castaway quay and they will have special activities for them to do. So if you want to enjoy some chilled out beach time, you can do that. And there's, you know, they stop there and there's just this amazing, amazing beach. It's, oh, I've seen pictures, I've seen videos. I need to go. I just, honestly, I think about these things and I get so freaking excited. Not just the Disney for all of it. And by the way, this is the last Disney thing. Don't worry, this isn't just going to be a podcast about why I'm fucking <laughs> obsessed with Disney. But going to Castaway Key, to me, just sounds absolutely incredible. Oh, I just need that in my life. So some of the cons about going on a Disney cruise, you would probably, in my opinion anyway, coming from the north of England, I think I would need to fly to the US. And I said the UK then. I think I would need to fly to the US first. The reason for that is the cruises that leave from the UK leave from Southampton, which is as far south as you can get without getting your freaking feet wet. Um, which is fine. It's, you know, it's drivable. It's not out of the question or anything like that. Um, but they only go to certain places. I think they do do a few transatlantic where you can go to America, but then if it stops in America, it doesn't bring you back to Southampton. You would depart from Southampton, but then you would finish somewhere in the US, which is fine. But, it, you know, it means you don't get many stops as well. You, you know, you, there's not many places that you're going to go. You're going to finish in America unless you wanted that, which is great but it's very expensive you don't get a lot of stops other ones go around europe which again isn't a bad thing it's just that I so the next place that i would love to go to and this may be somewhere that you've never thought of before but i i would just love to go here it's new orleans in uh, louisiana in america new orleans is one of those places again i've never been there but i just feel like it's the type of place i want to be i just i don't know what it is i just want to be there now, Baba, at the minute, Baba is seven months old as I'm recording this. And there's, I, there's no way I would want to take her at this age. I, I really wouldn't. I, I don't think she would enjoy it. I don't think we would enjoy it. I think at this age, New Orleans, I don't know why. You know, that's not to say that you can't or shouldn't. It's just for me, it, it just doesn't. I don't know. I, at this age, I wouldn't want to take her at this age. But New Orleans just speaks to me. Mardi Gras. If you've never heard of Mardi Gras, it's like a huge parade. It's like, oh, I can't even explain it. It's like the entire city is just having a party. But the other thing is as well about it, and again, I've never been, this is just from what I've looked up and researched, and you know, when I've looked into going, and oh, it's just incredible. It's everything is so chilled out there. That, you know, when cities have like nicknames, um, New Orleans is the big easy. Everything's just, it's chilled out. It's laid back. Do you know what I mean? The streetcars are just slow, just just meandering through the city. Just take it easy. That, and that's just the kind of thing I love. Um, there's the French Quarter. The idea of walking through the French Quarter to me just sounds, and I imagine it to be, just be, just beautiful. Even when there's no big parade or anything, just any given day, you know, with those, like, look up pictures of New Orleans, especially the French Quarter, and you've probably seen pictures like it, and it's those, um, like, wrought iron balconies, and they're, like, windy a bit, and, oh, they're just absolutely just beautiful, just walking down there would be absolutely sensational, 
and also the music there you know people say that's where jazz was born and i don't know it, it, it could very well be who the fuck knows i'm no louis armstrong um but you know and, and to be fair if i could listen to any genre of music jazz probably wouldn't be my first choice but just the idea of walking through the french quarter you're walking past all these cafes and restaurants the seats outside people are chatting away that gorgeous southern accent just yes that southern accent and you know there's music just pouring out of all these different places all different types of music and it's all so laid back um, and then later on bourbon street bourbon street just absolutely comes alive that's you know new orleans is known for its nightlife and i suppose that's another reason that i wouldn't be keen on taking baba when she's a proper baby i feel like i'd want to take her when she's maybe like five or six um but then i would love to go back with her when she's older like in her 20s i mean by then she might have her own fella and her own family and her own friends that she would want to go with but it's just one of those places that would just be absolutely sensational to visit and i know you might be thinking well surely new orleans is just one big party and again i've never been from what i can tell yes there is there is a big party but there's other stuff as well so in the garden district i think the streetcars um, go through the garden district and there's these huge mansions and everything like that that are just gorgeous to look at it's not just the french quarter and it's not just bourbon street that there is to look at there's so much more that's such a small part of such a beautiful city um that the, there is so much to see so there's a world war the national world war Two museum now to be honest that doesn't speak to my soul but i know that my husband would love that um and so i'd love to go to that so that he can go and enjoy it i'd love to do a swamp tour uh, i'd love to go to jackson square city park the, i found a youtube video actually it's a channel called hungry passport go on youtube search for hungry passport new orleans and i think it was like a 10 things to do in new orleans and he goes into much more detail and, and he shows footage of these places and it's the beauty they're just incredible it's unbelievable um, like I said, Jackson Square and City Park are like public spaces where you can go for walks and there's like manicured gardens and, you know, old wrought iron fences. And I think it's in City Park as well. He said that there was this bit where artists display their work on the iron fences. And, uh, you know, I think art is a big thing there as well. And not just like snobby posh art, but like just... It's just one of those cities that seems to be alive and I would love to go there. I would just love to be in the middle of that. Such a different culture from anything I've ever known. I would absolutely adore to be in the middle of that. So, yes, <laughs> I've, I've proper just like gone on about that, haven't I? But yeah, New Orleans, I would absolutely adore to go. Um, and it's one of those places as well. I think I would like to go with a friend, you know, on like a party situation. But again, that would have to be when Baba's much, much older, when she's not a Baba anymore, because as I say, I can't even leave her upstairs while I'm downstairs, let alone going across the bloody world. So yeah. And the other thing is as well, the food. Oh my God, the food. To be honest, my I probably have the same taste palette as a newborn baby. I don't like spicy food or anything like that. And I think that they do do a lot of spicy food there. I have heard of something and if you've been to New Orleans or if you've had one tweet me I need to know in detail I need you to explain it to me a beignet from what I can gather it's like a donut with load of like icing sugar on it oh my god 
that now that speaks to my soul let me tell you like i say if you've had one i need you to tweet me casey's corner podcast and i need you to describe it to me in minute detail i need to feel like i was sat next to you when you were eating it i want to know the outfit you were wearing the taste the smell the feel the texture the touch the weather i want to know what way the fucking wind was blowing because they look absolute magical and i need that experience in my life again i did go on magical google to find some information out and what I found out was, and now I'm reading from Google, New Orleans peak travel season is February to May, which is also when major events like Mardi Gras, February and March, and Jazz Fest, April to May, occur. Other events are the Essence Music Festival in July, which focuses on African-American artists, Tales of the Cocktail in July, with mixology-related events, the Louis Armstrong Celebration, Satchmo Summerfest in August, the New Orleans Film Festival in October, and the Voodoo Music Festival October to November. Summers can be hot, humid, and rainy. Hurricane season is june to november so that swiftly brings us on to what would be considered cons hurricane season i've already covered it with the florida thing so i'm not going to go over it again but i don't want to die in a hurricane just going to throw it out there i've also mentioned i don't handle heat well and as another youtube video very correctly pointed out new orleans is in the middle of a fucking swamp so if you go in the hot season you may very well melt like wizard of oz witch melt okay you may melt. I definitely would. So I can't go there when it's hot. I, I just don't think I'd make it home. Um, the other thing as well is I don't really know what to expect. And I guess that would concern me a little bit. With the others, I kind of know what I'd be getting into. But with New Orleans, I really don't know an awful lot about it. I probably should research a bit more, but I don't know. It's just one of those places that I would absolutely love to go. And I think as well, the other things that I've talked about are Disney, aren't they? So they are literally built for kids. They are geared for kids. And New Orleans, don't get me wrong, I'm sure it's perfectly fine to take kids. I'm not saying that you couldn't or shouldn't or whatever. I'm just saying that it ain't built for kids, is it? And when party time starts on Bourbon Street, there's no absolutely nothing, nothing on this earth, no power on this earth could make me take Baba down that street when party time has started. There's just nothing that could make me. I want that warm beach sun, castaway key, sand in my toes, fuck me up. Yes, that's what I want. And it's and it's not really what you seem to be able to get around the European ones, unfortunately. But when I look at where I want to go, I think I would want to go to the you know, the Bahamas, it's the Bahamas, god, my geography is absolute shite, isn't it, it's the warm places, basically, and a lot of them leave from Florida, I think some of them leave from somewhere in Texas, and things like that, you can get some holidays where you fly to Florida, you have some days in the Florida parks, and then you get on the boat for a week, so that's quite a good idea to split it, and I think if I were to do it, that's probably the way that I would do it, because that way, you've got a couple of days to overcome the jet lag, while your feet are on the ground and then you know by the time that you've caught up you've had some days in the park you can then get on the boat and you can just chill the fuck out i mean obviously there's a lot to do as well but still you can chill the fuck out the other thing is as well and this is a running theme as well this shit is expensive now again i've not been able to price up for exactly when i want to go because i don't think those prices have been released yet but I know I said it would be amazing and I stand by that. I'm sure it is amazing, but you pay for it. Like I said, the room service is included and and like you can order multiple starters and multiple desserts and multiple mains and, you know, I, I assume soft drinks are included as well. You can get all of this stuff that's included in the price and you might be thinking, oh my God, that's unbelievable. It's not unbelievable when you see the price. When you see the price, you're going to think that you're paying for three people's worth of food when you're just paying for yourself. The price of them is absolutely astronomical. But again, it's with all the other Disney things 
how much do you want to go you have to weigh it up for yourself if it's not something that you're that bothered about you might think well i'm not really that bothered cruising has maybe never appealed to you maybe it's something you've never thought about if it's something you've never thought about definitely give it a think over I think it's worth thinking about it, especially with little ones. I don't know why, but I feel like cruising would just be a, the easier way to travel with little ones. Because as well, you know, some of them are quite short attention spans, don't they? If you're in the same place and, you know, you're not doing the same things, because I'm sure you do different things. But even so, you see in the same place. This way, you can see multiple different places, but you've still got that, like, base of operations for yourself. You're seeing a lot, but you've got your room, your cabin. And that's like a really nice central place. So, you know, I don't know why, but I just feel like cruising with kids would be the best way to go about it, really. Um, I mean, as I say, I still want to go to Disney and everything like that, but I wouldn't hesitate to take Baba on a cruise. I think it would be amazing. Speaking of the cabins, though, uh, which is the rooms on the boats... And I think it's the same with all cruise ships, to be honest. This isn't something specific for Disney, but the rooms are small. Like, from my experience, there's maybe four or five types of cabins. There's an interior cabin, a, wind, uh, a window, like a sea view, a balcony, and then, like, a suite. And then the suites can go up in, uh, like, quality and price and size. So an interior one is, if you think about it, in a hotel, when they are building it, when they do the rooms, each room has a window because they're all built on the outside. On a boat, they, they just don't have that luxury. They build them, yes, on the outside where some of them have windows, but there's more built onto the inside. So you don't actually have a window. Now, when I cruised, when I was much, much younger, not quite as young as I was when I went to Paris, but I was probably, I don't know, maybe 12, 13, something like that. Um we my my sister shared an interior cabin and it was great my sister's older than me by the way but it was great and but the other thing is because there's no window and if you don't set a wake-up call we just slept so we had no idea what time it was and there was no natural daylight to wake us up we slept so much that sometimes we'd wake up so late and we'd be like shit we'd like we didn't even know so you know but but they are the cheapest cabins so you know if it really is just somewhere to lay down your head it may not bother you um i don't know how it would affect you if you got seasick i assume that seeing the outside would make you feel better um so maybe if you suffer seasickness that might be a struggle but they are the cheapest ones the interior cabins but they're the, the cheapest ones they're relatively small everything's very compact and you have no window some of them do like a glass display where it looks like a window, but that ain't a window. And then the other ones do have a window that's like a sea view. Um, it's not a window that opens. <laughs> like, don't think you're going to be able to like call to scuttle the seagull from the Little Mermaid or anything like that. In my experience, if you you do have a window, it ain't going to open. Um, it's just that you can see outside, you can see daylight coming in, you can see pulling into the port and everything like that. And then I think you're going to get a balcony, which is where you have like a big French door and it pulls open and then you can step out onto your own private balcony. And if I were going to go on a Disney cruise with my family, that's what I would really want to do. Just so that when Baba's asleep in her room, we have somewhere where we can go where we're still with her. But, you know, we're not worried about being really quiet and everything like that we've got a little bit of space as well and also you can have your breakfast out there imagine pulling into one of the um one of the ports and you know you're just you're watching the scenery go by and maybe it's really sunny and maybe your breakfast has come and oh, it would just doesn't that just sound incredible i think it just sounds absolutely incredible or even when you're at sea i'm sure you can go out there when you're at sea i can't see a reason why you wouldn't it's not like you're gonna fling yourself off well 
do not fling yourself off for christ's sake whatever you do no if you're gonna have a balcony do not piss around i'll talk about that in a minute but do you don't fuck about on a cruise not in my opinion anyway but yeah you know when you're at sea and you're looking out and it's so peaceful because as far as the eye can see it's, it's water and horizon and a beautiful sunset and you've got your own private view to that and maybe you're not having breakfast out there maybe you've got yourself a cheeky maybe not a cocktail but maybe you've got yourself a cheeky drink or you know maybe you've got yourself some room service and you're just chilling the fuck out and having the time of your life while baba's perfectly safe in the room that that to me oh yes that just sounds absolutely magical but one of the things that i wanted to say was one of the not cons for me but one of the things that i always think about when i think about going on a cruise is that again i watched titanic okay i am scared to death of that boat going down scared to death i don't understand and this has a lot to do with the fact that i'm just not very clever i do not understand how that boat can float with all that shit on it i mean I've, i keep saying it because it keeps becoming relevant i am a hefty human i don't even understand how i float in water i see my, me and i should just sink like a bloody stone how do those boats float i don't understand some of them have got ice rinks theaters cinemas you know, shopping streets, thousands of rooms, I don't understand, full kitchens, not just one, multiple kitchens, I just cannot fathom for the absolute life of me how those bloody boats float, it's an absolute mystery to me, it really is, and so that's one of the other things, but to be fair, I'm also terrified of flying, saying that I like to travel, I'm very scared of it actually, I'm also scared to travel, uh, to fly, sorry, but I still do it, so I think one of the going on a cruise it's just one of those things I would just have to suck it up and get it done because if I if I didn't you know if I let the fact that I'm scared stop me I would never go anywhere and how sad would that be really so yeah yeah there you go <laughs> Disney cruise okay let's move on to the next one so yeah the other thing is just it's just her age I just what is the right age to take her I guess when she's about five or six you know she's independent she'd be interested in seeing different things and things like that definitely out in nappies no more bottles or anything like that so yeah new orleans i just think it's it just speaks to me i would absolutely love to go there so the other places and i mean those places are like my bucket list places these places are places that i would like to go but they're not quite bucket list for me anyway one of them is nickelodeon in punta cana in the dominican republic so this is a nickelodeon hotel and resort again built for kids they've got the nickelodeon characters so things have i think they've got things like paw patrol and dora the explorer and those characters are milling around and your kids can meet them i'd like to take baba there but again probably when she's a bit older and she can recognize those characters I know that I said that I wouldn't be that bothered about taking her this young to Disney, but that's because I'm a child and I want to go there. But Nickelodeon, I'm not that fussed about, to be honest. I'm a Disney child, what can I say? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'll probably wait till she's a little bit older and she has interest in it herself. There's a YouTuber called Emily Norris. If you search for her on YouTube, Emily Norris, she has like long blonde hair and she has three boys and her and her fella do, tra um, I mean, they do like a parenting channel on youtube as well but they've done a lot of travel vlogs and they've been to the nickelodeon place in punta cana i would very much suggest going and watching her videos because it's watching her videos that's made me think i'd love to go there one day um it, watch her channel in general I, I love watching her videos i don't i don't know if i've got it in me to be the type of mum that she is but i'd like to dream do you know what i mean <laughs> um one of the other places that i'd love to go is japan 
now to be honest japan is actually one of the places that is on my husband's like bucket list the way that i want to go to all the disney places in new orleans is the way that he wants to go to japan so i guess if i could go there i definitely would because i know how much he would want to go again i don't know what age is best to take baba it's one of those places that i just think i don't know it's it's completely different that is beyond a language barrier like i couldn't make sense of any of it i, I really couldn't and don't get me wrong i'm sure that there would be you know very helpful people there and everything like that but even so i hate the thought of going to a country where i couldn't even attempt the language like when i go to different places i like to try and learn key phrases so like if i'm going to go shopping how much where is um thank you please good morning you know just just key phrases that you might need to know in japan japanese i have no idea where i'd even start i wouldn't even know where to go in japan but i know how much he wants to go and when i've seen it it is a stunning stunning place so it is somewhere that i'd like to go but it's not quite bucket list material not for me anyway but for my husband it definitely is so just seeing the look on his face that that will be bucket list for me um and then the other place that i would absolutely love to go is lapland in finland specifically around christmas because i can keep this pretty short for you i want to go to santa claus village which is like a santa claus amusement park um again this would be when baba's older i would want it to be when she firmly believes in santa claus i would tell her that we're visiting santa's house i want her to meet santa i want her to be excited about it and i want to stroke a reindeer it's it's pretty simple really <laughs> so those ones were pretty quick to recap my main bucket list the three disneys were orlando florida disneyland paris and a disney cruise and then new orleans in louisiana in america there are other places of course that i would love to go in the world in the wider world but when i look forward to the next few years and what holidays i'd like to go on they are definitely on my bucket list i would i would just adore to go to those places again especially places like new orleans somewhere that i feel like maybe not many people think to go i mean i guess that's wrong really it's just that when i speak to people about holidays and stuff no one ever mentions it and i just think why everything about it except for the fact that it's hot as fuck everything else about it just speaks to me do you know what i mean maybe to be honest let's face it maybe it's the fucking beignets i really don't know i need to have a beignet i need that in my life maybe if i could cook beignets i won't be that asked about going <laughs> but i don't think that's the case to be honest so that's it that's my list of dream family holidays that I don't know how, I don't know when, but one of these fucking days, I am going to go on these holidays and I am going to drag my husband and I am going to take Baba and we're all going to love it and have the best time and make the best memories. What I would say about going on holiday is the places that I've mentioned here, in a lot of them, when I was talking about the things that you need to consider, like the cons, they're expensive. I, I mean, I don't know about New Orleans, but I imagine that shit's expensive. And what I would say is this, when I was going away, when I was a kid, like I said, I went on cruises and I went to Paris and everything like that. When I think back to the memories that stand out the most for me, like, yes, I remember the food was amazing and the places were beautiful. But what I remember is the people that I was with. And I, I really do believe that the biggest, most important part of a holiday is the memories that you're going to make. So, you know what? At the minute, I'm, I'm fucking broke. I'll say it. I'm broke. I'm on maternity leave. Money's tight with everything going on with this fucking COVID horse shit. This COVID needs to fuck off. Let me I'm getting annoyed with COVID. Let me tell you. It needs to absolutely do one now. I've had enough of it. Um, but you know what? Money's tight. When are we ever going to be able to afford to go to Disney anything? At this point in time, I can't afford to walk past the Disney store in my local town centre. Do you know what I mean? I can't pay for the bloody parking. 
it's hard times when am i ever gonna get to go to new orleans i don't know and that's why i say i don't know how and i don't know when i'm just on a mission i will find i will find a way or make a way that's what i say find a way or make a way but if what you can afford is a caravan holiday in scotland then do that if what you can afford is a b&b in wales then do that if what you can afford is a campsite in ireland then do that it does not matter where you are it only matters who you're with yes these are my dream places but honestly anywhere is my dream place as long as i'm with my people my family i'm sure that when baba grows up she'll be exact i hope she'll be exactly the same it just it doesn't matter where you go it doesn't matter how much you've paid it matters who you're with and making the most of it so i really want to leave that with you thank you so much for listening follow me on twitter at casey's corner podcast and i will see you on the next episode bye guys